Hello, is it me you're waiting for? It is. I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> what else can you see? Uh, that's it. Just that you're waiting for me. <laughs> waiting for me to hit record. Have you hit record? Oh, indeed I have, woman. Oh, well, I guess then we are recording. We are, in fact, recording. Ah, well, so it's been a couple weeks. I'm super dry. Are you really dry? Well, yeah, we've got the winds of Carlos Santana drying everything out. Oh, my God. Last night, I got a text. I got three texts in quick succession that sort of seeped into my dream. So I'm lying in bed and all of a sudden I hear this ding because you recently changed my text sound. Right. Well, you did ask me to make it. Well, like it didn't lessen change. the alerts or do something. So I fucked around with it. And apparently I just changed the sound. That's right. <laughs> it did nothing that you asked for. That's true. <laughs> just but, changed it to <laughs> ding. Which is very like kind of soothing. And it sort of like seeps into my dream. And I don't know. It just sort of like has its own little. Well, it doesn't startle you awake, I guess, which is good. Yeah. Except that things were on fire. Well, not so here. eventually. We, we didn't get like if things were on if fire here, been, it would have gone. <laughs> You know, that sort of thing. Well, that would have been a different sound. I'm talking about my text. Right. So <laughs> I get these texts, three in fact. And in my dream, I'm like, wait a minute. I think that might be something to pay attention to. So anyway, it woke me up and I look at my phone and it's Gustavo, our programmer. And he's like, just let me know that you're okay. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? What uh-huh, time is it? What? What's happening? <laughs> Don't you know that we're old and we go to sleep at 830 now? It's like 1157 at night. And I'm like, wait, what's happening? He said, El Cajon's on fire. And I'm like, oh, shit. Can you imagine if El Cajon were actually on fire? Right. El Cajon proper. Instead, it That'd was be some crazy I mean, shit. Well, let's, let's not play down the fire. There was actually a fire. There no, people's fires. homes burned last night. Did it? To the ground. Bye. I didn't see. Yeah, several homes burned. I know that no one was injured, thankfully. So No, people, a couple of people lost their homes. And then Paige was texting, and I was texting with Davida. And anyway, I was up to like one in the morning. Meanwhile, what was I doing? Sleeping. <laughs> Completely. I was like, should I wake him up and talk to him Fuck about no. it? Fuck no. Well, I was considering packing a, oh, I, I, like a bug, a out, bug out, bag out bag or something. <laughs> but I thought, it's really far away. The chances of it. We got days to pack that bug out bag. All the way over the hill is like not going to happen. But anyway, so yeah, it's really dry out. And here's like the worst thing about it being so dry is that That I now I have to fucking lotion. I never lotion. Look at me. I'm lotioning right now. (laughs) You are. I am so goddamn dry. I have like dry patches on dry patches. You do. It's it's awful. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'd be be horrible in Arizona. You are. We've been there. Oh, Where were yeah. we? Well, oh, Colorado. Colorado the worst. The altitude and the dryness. You were like the, splitting open. My feet just split open like pomegranates. But here's the thing about the dry weather that really gets to me is I walk around the house like using random bottles of lotion and you realize how much you don't like the smell when you're using it to just moisturize. Oh, right. right. So like when I'm like in a little boutique or some shit with a friend and I'm like, oh, that smells so good. I'm going to get this. And then I buy these smelly fucking lotions. But then when you really need them to be lotion, that smell is really annoying. Yeah, seriously. Like they fucking stink. Right now I'm like, what the hell is that? I just have lotion scented lotion. Well, you've got the good stuff. 
Oh, did I? I just I, I use I, some. I've just Burt's been using bees. like like random. Yeah, there's uh, bottles oh, of lotion everywhere. Have you well, noticed? I'm using like the small hotel lotions that you collect. <laughs> oh my so, god, I do, and I hate. So I'm all working on Cetaphil. This like half ounce bottle of Cetaphil. So back before COVID, that's the bottle I carry around in my purse. Oh, really? In case I need lotion. Oh, I'm sorry, but I'm using it. No, that's what it's for. I don't know where the hell it was that I found it. It was, it was in the bathroom. A, it was on a flat surface somewhere. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'll use that. Well, anyway, you're welcome. Hey, thanks. Saved my ass this past week. Or your hands. Well, yeah. Is I don't, your ass I don't, dry I don't, too? I don't use it on my ass. Okay. No, it's not. I <laughs> just... I don't know. That's maybe a little bit too much information for our listener. Oh but, yeah, we're podcasting. But then again, you know, I I would describe my my uh, chamois maintenance. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Let's move on. So a lot has happened, dear listener. Oh, fucking hell! I don't it's even been, know where it's to. It's been what begin. a week and a half, two weeks since we last podcast, and it's like. All but, hell is broke loose. I, I mean, mean, literally, I don't even know where to begin. I don't even think we have enough time to cover it all. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll power so on, power on through this. Well, I'm not talking about your list. I'm talking about shit that's actually happened. Although we can start with your list. Oh, Go ahead. I mean, I don't know what you, what your mental list is, but I have a physical list here. I think we should start at the where. beginning. Begin to begin. The beginning of the beginning. So last. Our listener heard we have three new chickens who had chicken pox, otherwise known as technically fowl pox. Fowl pox. Chicken pox for chickens. Fowl pox. Right. Fowl pox. So they've been quarantined from Cher, who, by the way, you might have guessed this, now has fowl pox. Bum, bum, so bum. The new ladies are Shocker. clearing up. I know, right? <laughs> but the what the fuck? They've been quarantined. Oh my God, this is not boding well for the future story of today's podcast, but I'm going to take my brain and go elsewhere. So anyway, I, last Monday, we started drinking again. I think it was that day we started drinking again. I mean, in, to be fair, it's, in our, preparation it's, our clients for Thanksgiving. That, it's our clients that drive Ow. us to drink, not, oh, not our chickens. It, oh, that's true. No, the chickens don't drive us to drink. That would be... I mean, we'd be really pathetic if chickens drove us to drink. <laughs> I mean, I could see right. like sheep driving us to drink, but <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so the whole point of me saying that we started drinking is, you know, I'm still a little buzzed. And the electricity had been out all day. And by the way, for the rest of the block, that's right. <laughs> we were running on solar. Yeah, we have solar and batteries. So the neighbor came over and he's like, yeah, is your electricity out? And I was like, no, everything's great. He's like, really? Yeah, He's like, know. that's so weird. I wonder what's happening. And I was like, oh, wait, we have solar. Yeah, so, of course we don't notice. Yeah, your electricity's probably out. But anyway, hours later, the electricity came back on and the whole house was dark and we had candles lit. And if you're wondering why, I, I was trying to conserve because I didn't want to run out of electricity because we had all the food in the refrigerator for Thanksgiving, which was that week. And right. I didn't want to lose electricity and run down the batteries. So we, you know, we were outside in front of the fire and we had candles burning and then all the electricity in the neighborhood came back on. <laughs> it was just like that too. It was like all of a sudden everything had just got really like, bright. Oh shit. There's, yeah. And then there was a spotlight from the neighbors and it was blinking every three seconds on, off on off so i went over to turn it off but instead of turning off the light i tripped and broke my hand not really i mean it's broken i mean not not broken broken but well, i'm broken but i don't think my hand is technically broken right but i don't know because i haven't gone to the doctor 
because we were in quarantine for two weeks so that we could have a nice Thanksgiving with our friends, which we did. It was amazing. It's a lovely Thanksgiving. It wasn't the same as normal because I only had one hand, so I wasn't able to do a lot. But I, you know. And it was definitely not the same for me because I did a lot more than I normally do. You did, yeah. Normally Thanksgiving's kind of my Normally I just make sweet potatoes and maybe, well, that's, that's not true. Last Thanksgiving I made bao. Last Thanksgiving was different. We yeah. a Korean Thanksgiving, which our listener yeah, may I did remember. a smoked turkey breast and bao and all sorts of kimchi God, and all kinds damn, of stuff. Damn, that was good. But this year, we just decided to do a traditional one. with it, So there are five of us total. I think it's the best turkey I've ever made. I think so. And I think it's we got it from ButcherBox. That, that includes my, uh, yeah, not a sponsor. No, that, that, <laughs> no, I was just going to say, and ButcherBox is our official sponsor. Oh, yeah, that's right. So fuck off, Chad. Whatever. I don't know what I'm talking about. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> so we got our turkey, an 11-pound turkey from ButcherBox, which was absolutely delicious. And I don't think it was because of me. I really don't. I do I, it the same way every year. I Yeah, I think it was the fact that it was small, and I actually learned how to trust a turkey this year. I, I went online and looked at an Alton Brown So you're just going to take credit video. for my good turkey? Really? Is that what's happening? Yeah. Right I mean, that's that's the only difference. Jesus Christ. Is that I had a hand in the turkey. Wow. It's a good thing you didn't <laughs> leave your hand in there the whole time. Oh, yeah. I'd be cooked. I'm You'd, sure I'd be delicious with enough tarragon, though. You would be. Thanks, James Beard. So, yeah. So it was a really good turkey. We had a great Thanksgiving, but I was gimpy. I only had the use of one arm. Yep. Which and, means I had to help with the gravy, too. Mm-hmm. You had to stir. Yep. And I'm still broken. I mean, that's a lot of and whisking. I, I actually know what's wrong with me. Well, that's not really the point. The point is, so here's what happened. I was stepping over a baby gate, which sounds weird, but when our house was built, the neighbors were good friends, and they built their house pretty close together, and they created a walkway to connect the two properties. And the chickens will go to the neighbor's house. So we have a baby gate that separates their house, their it property keeps, from yeah, ours. Yeah, it keeps the chickens over here. So I stepped over the baby the gate. Most of the time. Most of the time. And apparently it keeps me from right. leaving. So I stepped over the baby gate and... Most of the way. The, so when you step over the baby gate, then you're down one step. And then there's two more steps before you're... That's the thing. It's just a bad combo between baby gate and steps down to the neighbor's property. So my right foot, as it was moving over the baby gate, caught, and then I tripped, and then I tried to catch myself with my foot, but the baby gate fell and caught my foot again. So I basically landed in a push-up position about two feet below the level of where my feet were. So I fell two feet down on my hands, and I hit hard. And my face came like two inches from smashing into the pavement. But luckily my knee, my foot released just in time. My knee hit the ground and I didn't smash my face, but I did fuck smash up. Smash the shit out of your hands. My left. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was terrible. So I was laying there for like 10 minutes. I couldn't move. And you came around the corner because you were going to go fix the light. I was like, what the hell's going on with this light out here? <laughs> and then I come around the corner and I'm like, oh, what's wrong with the baby gate? And I look down and I'm like, there's a hobo in the neighbor's yard. A hobo with a very nice moonstone jacket. Wait a minute. That's my wife. Oh, that was terrible. I was laying there. Oh. Yeah, and you said, what the hell? 
And I'm like, I'm broken. Anyway, you did fix the light. Well, how the shit does this happen? I've only been gone 10 minutes. So that happened. And then the next day was Wednesday. And we're prepping and doing Mm. stuff. Not as much, mind you, because I have one hand. Oh, we yeah, got, we, we didn't do an apple pie this year. We didn't, which was Just super sacrilege. heartbreaking, right? That's like the one thing I always make. I'll make one tomorrow. Anyway, we received a bouquet of flowers from some friends, which was super nice. And the delivery guy is like, there's someone, he, he's been attacked by a dog, the Amazon guy. I don't know what to do. There's He was attacked. And I'm like, what? Who was attacked? The Amazon delivery guy got attacked. And I'm like, what? That goddamn German shepherd. It was the German shepherd, the one that we were so Fucking worried. Fucking mauled the Amazon driver. Totally did. Which, uh, okay, dear listener, I don't know if you realize that Amazon is evil. But this is a particular like subset of evil. So it's a it's an Amazon that contracts out to a third party, which then has independent contractors that work for that said third party. Right. So this guy was mauled by this German shepherd. And I don't think he really has a whole hell of a lot of recourse, especially not with the recent laws that have passed in California. Mm-hmm. No insurance, no, no insurance. money. Yeah. And so we called around to our various friends and thank you, Eva, if you are a listener. Mm, thank you, Eva. Um, yeah, we got some information and we're able to send them to an urgent care facility. After Family Health Centers of San Diego? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. Family Health Centers. Right. Which is an awesome organization. After, you know, Jennifer went up to to find out what the hell was happening and and kind of calm him down a little bit that poor kid and i managed to find my uh first aid my kit. first aid kit was in my camp gear because you know everything we have up here we use so so rarely yeah it's like all of the adhesive was just completely totally useless. toast yeah so all the sterile stuff was like open yeah and it's like oh well that's that, not that sterile. bandage i can't use so i'm like you didn't know what was happening. I'm like, I need you to grab some hot water with a little bit of soap in it and a couple towels. And you're like, what? <laughs> Put a mask on. I'm like, who's giving birth? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, so we ran up there and like, tried to delivering? clean him up. And it's funny because we were in quarantine, but I was like, I don't fucking care. This kid needs help. Yeah. But he would have been in trouble if that dog hadn't actually been on a leash. Not a leash, that, but yeah, he was had, chained up. It wasn't chained up. It was. He the, was chained uh, up. Really? As I it turns it, out, I was oh, wrong. Was it? Yeah, I thought it was the electric fence thing. So did I, but it turns out he was actually connected to a tree on a leash. So when the Amazon driver went walking down toward the door, the dog came out of nowhere and oh, fuck. grabbed his arm at the elbow, and he's pulling away, and he fell on the ground and was able to crawl kind of like away from the dog and yank his arm away from the dog. That's why he had such huge scrape marks and the dog couldn't get back to him because the dog was actually chained up. Oh, okay. So he had scrape marks on his knee then, but he had... He had fallen on the ground. But what about his fingers? Because his fingers are fucked up too. Those look like bite marks. So what happened was... That, that look like... It grabbed a hold of his arm and he managed to get his arm away and then the dog grabbed his fingers and oh, chomped God on his fingers it. and he had to pull those away too. So he was like... 
oh, so awful. This poor kid. He was so traumatized. I was traumatized. But, you know, the, the worst part is like I knew this fucking dog was dangerous. I mean, we've been talking about it for a year now. Yeah, it's at least lunged it feels at every like goddamn it. one of us. We're always like, we're going to have to kill this dog. So the the fucking galling part let, about all of this. Let's just say it's not the dog's fault. It's the horrible owners. It, it totally is. So there's the caveat. Speaking of. The galling part. They didn't even come out. So when the Amazon driver was attacked, the, the little kid who at this point is probably 10. He used to right. be. He was eight. Maybe he's nine. He's like nine or 10. He just stood there and watched. And then after the Amazon driver, like his name's Jonathan. So as soon as Jonathan like got away, the little kid took the dog in the house and Jonathan kept expecting the owners to come out to see if he was okay. And they never, they never did. did. So when we're up there patching him up and helping and like cleaning, put an antiseptic on him. Cause like telling, it, telling the neighbor's gardeners not to blow the fucking leaves all over leaves him. all over him while he's sitting there. Yeah. He's sitting there like, like trying to fucking clean him up, man. He's got blood all over. I was just like, you guys need to, and by the way, these are, they were our gardeners for a month and a half before uh, I fucking fired these jackasses. I mean, I just don't understand how gardeners can be so awful. Like they were like well, taking these huge garbage bins and pulling them over my plants and smashing them. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I literally, I said, dude, what, what are you doing? I'm like, we're supposed to be a partnership here. And I'm like, I know this stuff looks like it's dead, but that's why I hired you. So we can like bring it all back. And he's like, well, it needs to be water. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fucking water it after. Anyway, I'm totally going on a rampage. I hate these <laughs> back gardeners. Back to the Amazon guy or so the subcontractor of the subcontractor of, of Amazon. Of the subcontractor. So they're blowing shit all over the place. So I tell them, stop. And Which they did. And they did. So good on them. Good on them, yeah. So we're cleaning them up. I mean, to be fair, like we handed him the a bucket of warm water and gave him the towel. We're having him clean it up and we sprayed it on him from a distance. I mean, he had a mask on, we had a mask on and we were trying to be super safe and, and we're conscientious. We're spraying Bactine everywhere. Yeah, I'm spraying, I'm spraying his <laughs> knee from a distance. I'm like, do you mind? He was so grateful. He was so sweet and he, like he had tears in his eyes. Like he, A, he was in a shit ton of pain and B, he was traumatized and C, he's like, he needs to make money. He probably gets paid per delivery. I mean, I don't know, I'm guessing. So he says to me, I don't think the owners are home. And I said, yeah, they're home. All their cars are in the driveway. And he was yeah. like, well, I don't think they are because they haven't come out. Like he just assumes that like, of course, they're good people. They're just not home. That's why they haven't come out. But yeah, they were fucking home, ignoring yeah. it and pretending like it wasn't happening, which is now, so awful. Let's, let's explain to our dear listener what the situation is. So we have a house, which they have a small dog in the house. That's where the dad, the parents live. Mm -hmm. And then there's a, uh, an Airstream trailer out front, which is where the daughter, the kid, and the German Shepherd live. By the way, it's not an Airstream, but it is a trailer. It's not an Airstream? I thought it was... No. Oh. It's some shitty knockoff brown oh. thing. Well. Not the point. I just happen to like Airstreams, and it is not one. <laughs> so the German I, Shepherd... I, I'm sorry that I besmirched the name of Airstream. It's cool. I'll, I'll let it slide this time. <laughs> but so, I am going to go down there and find out what kind of fucking trailer it is. You should. I have no idea what kind <laughs> of Just to make sure we never buy one of those. But they built on a little porch to it. Yeah. So the, the daughter and her son, who's the eight-year-old, and her new boyfriend all live oh, in this trailer with awesome. a German Shepherd. Right. Like, whoa, that German Shepherd needs 
space. He needs to be walked. He's never walked. That's the thing is they're fucking lazy. They're terribly lazy. They don't socialize the dog. They don't give him any exercise. And they don't, I mean, it's terrible. It's not the dog's fault. We get that. But I was still pissed off at the dog. I wasn't as pissed at the dog. I was pissed at the people. They're just the whole situation that was allowed to occur. Because yeah. they're too lazy. They're, I mean, oh, and they got sighted. Or wildly ignorant. I mean, woefully ignorant. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But so this poor kid, so he's on the phone with his supervisor and he's told to go to an urgent care. I called 911. I'm glad I did because that's what got animal control to come out to take the statement. So he goes to urgent care. Two hours later, we're making dinner and I get a text from Jonathan that says, have the owners come home yet? I really need to get their information. They've always been here, man. Exactly. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. And he said, I'm afraid to get out of the, the <clears> van <throat> because I don't know if the dog is still here. And I'm like, wait, what? Are you here? What are you talking about? So he got turned away from urgent care. They told him, if you don't have $250 cash, we're not going to see you because you don't have insurance. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck this country and fuck for-profit health care. Like, that is just fuck so not it. right. This poor kid. And at this point, he's in a lot of fucking pain. He hasn't even taken any Advil. I offered him some and he said, no, I'll be okay. I'm going to go to urgent care. So, I mean, he, he's had no painkillers. And he's just terrified, doesn't know what to do. So, we go back. I go back out and talk to him. And I said, no. I said, here's what's going to happen. Call your supervisor. And he said, I've been trying. He's not answering. I'm like, no, don't accept that. Keep calling until he answers. Demand that you get into an urgent care. And if you can't get into one, I will get a number for someone that you can go see. We will find someplace that will take you because that is bullshit. And you have to be seen. You cannot continue. I said, do not take no for an answer. This is your right. If you're not seen, you're not going to have any fucking recourse. Exactly. You have to be. I said, do not take no for an answer because it doesn't matter if you're an independent contractor, you still get workers comp. That's the law. And he's like, okay. Do you though? You do. I know this because (laughs) we pay workers comp and we pay extra because we have independent contractors. contractors. And I'm like, why do I have to pay for my contractors? Mm. And they say, because if they get hurt, you're liable. Yep. So anyway, he did. He went back to urgent care. He demanded that he got seen and they took him in. Same place. He went back to the same place and demanded that they see him, which really? I, which wasn't what I said, but fucking mm. right on. So he got seen and, oh, what a poor kid. We should contact him, find out what the hell's happening. I've been kind of afraid to. Right. And I don't want to mess with him. Like I was all up in his shit all that day. You know what yeah, I mean? That's and true. I kept texting him, are you okay? And did you get seen? And But he did, he texted me and he said, you know, if there were more people like you in the world, it'd be a better place. And I was like, oh. He was just so appreciative that someone cared. You know what I mean? Like someone took the time. Anyway, he was 22, just this young kid, adorable. Anyway, so here's to you, Jonathan, if you're a listener. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And honestly, I I wish I had someone looking after me when I was 22 like that. Oh my gosh, yeah. I made terrible decisions. Well, it's not even that I didn't know. Terrible decisions. It's like, <clears throat> like the the things I did to harm myself at the age of twenty two, and the shitty the shitty uh, work positions I found myself in mm-hmm. at the age of twenty two. Mm-hmm. I mean, all right. Here's here's something funny. Actually, this kind of fucking pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Right. So the other day, 
there was a thing trending on all the various platforms, right? It's uh, Dave Chappelle. I love Dave Chappelle. Yeah, well, fuck Dave Chappelle. All right. I only say that because it, it, it kind of, it rubbed me the wrong way. So Dave Chappelle, you know, he went in, he was basically bitching and complaining about the contracts that he signed when he was younger for the Chappelle show. Right. Right. And how the uh, Hollywood and the fucking industry chewed him up and just gave him a shit contract. And they were able to sell a show with his name on it to various streaming services and he's not getting paid. So Comedy Central was streaming it and they sent it to Netflix. Netflix was streaming it. HBO was streaming it. Like all the platforms were streaming the Chappelle show. Mm -hmm. And it's like... He was pissed off because he's not making any money off of it because of a shitty contract that he signed that made him a fucking millionaire, by the way. So he, he, what, you're having a problem with this? Yeah. I mean, like it's hit. He was the talent. He should be getting paid for that. He should still be getting. Right. He signed a shitty contract. Okay. How many shitty jobs have you and I had at that age? That we have zero fucking recourse because it wasn't a quote unquote creative job. You know I what think I mean? It's different. I don't think it is. I think it's, I think he's a rich spoiled brat now and is wanting more money. I, I disagree. I mean, I see your point, but I mean, if you're a creative and someone takes your, your creativity, it doesn't, and you get a shitty contract. No, like I, it's, I get it. It's, it's your name on the show. Yeah, it's it's your intellectual property, but your managers let you sign that shit fucking contract. Yeah, but renegotiate that shit. Well, okay, I'm just saying that, like, I don't think he's being a spoiled brat. I like I agree with him. I think it fucking sucks that he that he was in a situation where he signed a shitty contract and he didn't know and he didn't have anyone who had his back. And how shitty of a contract was it if he was well compensated for it? I just don't know what he was compensated for. I mean, that but I think he should continue to be compensated. Like, who cares if you get a ton of money then? I think musicians and actors and any type of creative who creates something like that, whether they're a poet or a writer or a comedian in this case, should continue to be paid royalties. I don't disagree, by the way. I mean, look, well, then I don't understand why you're bitching because, because he's rich and he's complaining. Well, I don't, yeah. know, I don't know if you can put a dollar amount on that. Like you got enough money. Is that, that's kind what of what is, you're saying. What is enough money? But that's not the you're, point. That has nothing to do with it. What, what we're saying here is that he should continue to get royalties for the life of that work. Or he can just that he doesn't move is, on is a fucking, and produce more work. And get paid residuals for that. I mean, I'm sure he still gets well, residuals, sure, just not will. what he's expecting at this stage in his career. But I do think I it, wish we could make, you know, millions of dollars off of. Well, if book we were brilliant like Dave Chappelle, maybe we would. <laughs> well, I or mean, not. of various, you know, things that we've created in our past. We haven't created anything that's really very worthy. Well, I mean, can you think of anything? No, nothing ever. <laughs> So, I don't know, maybe I'm a bitter old man, but I, I just, I, that's the thing is I, I, I get his position, but my position is that those in Hollywood have a particularly gilded position. 
in the first place. They have unions that they belong to. You sound like a socialist. Well, actually, <laughs> I'm yeah, just messing with you. So they, they have unions that they belong to. And because they have, here, here's, <laughs> they have very strong unions, by the way, strong to the point where, um, you know, if Donald Trump retires, mm-hmm. he gets a SAG AFTRA, SAG, yeah, the, the fucking actors union. Why? Because of because the Apprentice. he was on The Apprentice. Yeah, his retirement is a fucking million dollars a year because of that show. Why? Because he he was part of a strong union. Oh my god! <laughs> so you can't fucking tell me that Dave Chappelle isn't part of that as well. I just don't know what he's part of, but I do think that you should continue to get royalties on your creative. I works. again, I don't disagree. That's I, but that's all I say. But he was a kid and signed a shitty contract. That yeah, w- that sucks. Yeah. Back to Jonathan. This whole thing started with you saying that you wish there was someone around like you <laughs> to right. help you when you were younger and you instead you went off on Dave Chappelle. Well, yeah, it's like someone should have helped him. Someone should have helped me. But yeah, tough luck. I can't renegotiate shit. Yeah. You know, I can't renegotiate the labor that I sold for, you know, the time of my I think life. Labor is different. Like than... massive amounts of time. I mean, that I don't I've know. sold yeah. for, you know, miserable pittance. Right. Right. I don't have the luxury of renegotiating that. I was never part of a union. I didn't have a, the luxury of negotiating it in the first place. Mm. What else is on your list, Chad? Uh, don't try to distract me from this. I'm totally distracting you. <laughs> so, <sighs> okay, we, we, covered, we covered the German Shepherd. We got the fall German of Jennifer. I fell. There's nothing left to talk about. Oh, sure there is. Hmm. What is it? What do you um, mean? <clears throat> Sunny. What about her? Well, we <gasps> thought we laid oh, her to rest. Oh, remember, dear listener, when I was like totally having a dilemma over whether or not we should bury Sunny or have her cremated. We decided that cremating her was ridiculous because it was like $170 or something. $176.49 or some shit. I don't remember the amount, but it was like that. Anyway, we decided to bury her. We just went deep and we covered her in a massive amount of cement. Just big, heavy. Like, Huge pieces like not, of... Like bigger, heavier than cinder blocks because they're solid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would say we put a good 120 pounds on top of her. I'd go more than that. Really? Yeah. 150? 200? I'm, I'm feeling 200. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go with 200 too. I think you're right. <laughs> it was a lot. I mean, we spent a lot of time dragging these huge pieces of, I don't know, cement Concrete, yeah. from various parts of the backyard, which I know you have a visual now, but anyway, yeah, a raccoon dug her up and ate her. That happened. <laughs> yeah. Apparently so. Oh, what a bummer. But so the weird thing is like, initially when Sunny died, I was did not want that to happen. And I was really, I don't know, I was, I didn't want it to happen. I was worried that it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. Right, we thought we and took then, steps to prevent it from happening. And then when I realized that it did, I was like, you know, it's the circle of life. It was almost like I kind of felt relieved that like she got to go back to the earth and be part of the cycle as opposed to just being you know, dead in the ground and rotting. Right, which is still 
part of it, you know. It's like then the beetles and worms would get her. Mm-hmm. Just something That's a little true. bigger got her. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, so, yeah. And now, Ella and Talon are back in town, my niece and her boyfriend. Ah, yes. They showed up yesterday. They were supposed to get here the day before, but their car broke down. And then... What was it, a... Uh it was Air a compressor pr- issue. Compressor. Yeah. So this morning or yesterday morning, they woke up. They were in <clears> Vegas <throat> and <throat> Talon is sick. Now, Ella was sick a week, about a week ago. And she said, I'm sick. I've got a fever. Not a fever. I'm sorry. She did not have a fever. She had a headache and a sore throat and her ear hurt. I didn't know about the earache at the time. And I thought, well, it's probably because you've been in this camper with a heater on. And it's super dry, and the heater's making it more dry, and it's making your throat hurt. And I thought, that's the issue. You just need to get the hell out of there. So they got in the car, and they drove, <laughs> and now Talon is also sick. So, yeah. So they're quarantining in the bedroom and a bathroom. Yeah, in our spare room. And so this morning, they went and got COVID tests. They had to get up at like 6 in the morning, get in line, family health centers. Thank you, Eva, once again. Um, doesn't charge for covid test and you don't have to have insurance so they went and got in line and they managed to get their test around noon and now well, we're they, just they, not only did they stand in line stood in line for an hour or two mm-hmm. got, got a, a number, number and then had to go back around noon they were told come back between nine thirty and 10 and then they did and then they said oh actually it's going to be closer to noon so then they just waited in their car until they got the call all for, and they had to go inside. So here's what freaks me out about this. It's like, okay, they were in quarantine for two weeks in Washington before they drove to San Diego. Somehow in the middle of their quarantine, they managed to get sick. I don't think it's hmm, COVID. Makes me question their quarantine right? Well. I don't believe them. I believe them. But it's fucking weird. What was my point? Well, your point was that they had to go inside. Oh, so to basically. To get a test, to have their brain probed with a. With a swab. The swab. Yeah, really. so I'm like, so now we're sending them into the belly of the beast. Like, we're worried they might have COVID. So we're going to send them to a place where we know people have COVID. Where to get tested. Are, yeah, they're being tested for COVID. Like, what's worse? Just like letting them fucking quarantine in the bedroom for 14 days or sending them and then they definitely get it because they're in a room with a bunch of people with COVID. I, I don't know. I'm questioning all of it. And yeah. they feel great now. Both of them feel better. You know, they've totally recovered. Allegedly. He, he had a headache for two days and, you know, today's the third day and he's already better. They went and did a bunch of shit today. and So I don't fucking know. But it is freaky. It's freaky. Yeah. So we're avoiding the front of the house. And we're not using the front door. We only use the back door. And I spray the front living room with spray. Like a crazy woman. Totally like a crazy woman. I've done it at least twice. That makes me (laughs) full on batshit crazy. (laughs) Or I don't know. Maybe I should do it more. Bat flu crazy. Bat flu crazy. Ooh. Nice pun. Yeah. Well, that's all I got. Yeah, well, I think that's about all my list. Yeah. Oh, except for, uh, I have something on here that says church cooking Thanksgiving. Church cooking. You want to talk about the uh, 
your sister's Thanksgiving where the oven didn't work. <gasps> That's right. Yeah. I'm like, I think I know what this is. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So one year we went to my sister's house for Thanksgiving, but her oven didn't work. So she asked her church if we could cook our, our Thanksgiving in their oven. So we walked three blocks down to the church, put the turkey in, came back, prepared everything, did our sides down there. And I, I just like imagine like us walking three blocks down the road with this turkey that we just taken out of the oven. I was going to say, you don't have to imagine it. We fucking lived it. Well, no, I imagine our neighbor, uh, her neighbors staring at You're these right. people walking down the street with this turkey going, huh, what the hell is happening there? It's a Thanksgiving procession. Have you never had one of these? <laughs> we walk back and forth with the turkey. It's very popular in other countries. You should try it. Yeah. It's a good way to cool it off, you know, and then bring there it was, down to temp so you can cut it. There was another thing on your list and you couldn't figure out what it was. And I think I might've remembered what it was. Uh, drunk Thanksgiving? Yes. I know what it is. Oh, pray tell. Yeah. What is it? So when I was a kid, my parents, I think it was around 10 or 11 years old. And my parents were invited to have Thanksgiving with oh, these yes. people, John and Cindy. <laughs> So it was Lily and I, and Julie was real little. I think she was a baby. So mom made a lemon meringue pie, as she often did. And I don't know, some side. So we go to these people's house for Thanksgiving. You show up with a lemon meringue pie and some side. And some side dish. It wasn't the green bean dish. We didn't do that kind of shit. No casseroles? Mom didn't make casseroles. No, no. You, you weren't white trash. You were just poor. <laughs> we were just hillbillies. Whatever the delineation is there. I was going to say, I don't know. Well, you didn't cook. I don't with think cream we could afford soup. to make right casserole mushroom soup is expensive. Yeah, that shit was expensive. We did everything from scratch. You, you can't afford the uh, mm. those uh, oniony top. Oh yeah, pieces. right. Yeah, all that shit was too that expensive. Shit's expensive. Though we did have canned green beans. Right. <laughs> so we get invited to this Thanksgiving. Mom's really excited. We're going to go spend time with friends. It's going to be really nice. And we show up. And we're walking into their trailer and the of lady of the house is like, she's got a gallon of whiskey, cheap whiskey in her hand. And mom's like, I don't smell a turkey. That's <laughs> weird. So we go in. She's all. <laughs> My spotty senses tell me we're in trouble. So yeah, these, they didn't cook anything and mom's like do you need some help she's like no and she's like pouring everyone whiskey well not us mom and dad and mom is like what the hell <laughs> this is not okay <laughs> this is thanksgiving for god's sakes we have children here so apparently they want some sort of bird come on right so my memory is that they dug into the pie and started eating the pie and mom was just straight up pissed so we extricated so. ourselves from that situation and, you know, went home and probably had cornbread and beans. I don't know. <laughs> and whatever side dish mom had made. But yeah, drunk, drunk Thanksgiving. Right. I should have labeled that more drunks Thanksgiving. <laughs> Maybe it would have been, you know, easier to, to decipher. <laughs> right. When you first said drunk Thanksgiving, I was like, what the hell what is the that? Hell is that? I don't remember getting drunk at Thanksgiving. I mean, sure. I've I been mean, drunk. why would you remember it? Right. <laughs> That's a good point. You're too passed out. 
I mean, I'm sure I've been really buzzed and potentially drunk at Thanksgiving, but I don't have any recollection of drunk Thanksgivings. Yeah. I don't even well, really remember that one. I just remember going and leaving pretty quickly. Well, you were a child. I was a child. You're a wee baby. Well, folks, I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. We did. So our quarantine paid, yeah. off, paid off. Our friends yes. came over and it was delicious. And we got to like hug each other and like, you know, pass the gravy without wearing a mask. It was fucking cool as shit. It was really good gravy too. Just like old times. Just like old times. But there it were was. You could have used some more us. jalapenos, but no, it was so <laughs> perfect. It was it just just the right amount of spice. Honestly, I've been putting jalapenos in my gravy for a while, and yeah, damn, just was a, it good? I'm going to tell the dear listener here a secret. Hmm. I snuck some jalapenos in behind her back. Just not very many. I saw you do it. Did you? Yeah. Like the three times that I did it. I don't know if he's lying to me or not. I am not. Hmm. You put, I, you so, know, it, I think the the other couple times was really more for. Yeah, for you Christy's were just benefit. doing a couple in there and making a joke, and she was snickering with you. It was funny. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, it was funny. I snuck some. There, there were a couple times, and I did it too. I threw a couple in for good measure. Oh, you cheeky monkey! Yeah, well, there you go. It's my fault that they're good. That it's good. <laughs> well, I hope so. I did make the gravy. I mean, you did make it. Well, you, was... you've been taking credit for everything tonight, Chad. No, no. You, you made the gravy. It was delightful. I just did a lot of whisking. You did the... <laughs> More whisking than I do, you know, in a year. The peppering, the whisking. Anything that required two hands to do well. <laughs> right. I did all of the other it, Yeah, it's like it doesn't take two hands to whisk, but it, you do have to alternate when you're doing it for like 20 minutes at a you shot. You really do. Or else... And well, we alternated I mean, between the three hands. So it was like you and then my left and then my right and then back to you. And, <laughs> that's true. And then I'd, you know, grind the pepper. It was, you know, it, it worked. It was a perfectly old machine, but. It was good. It was good. It was a damn good, delicious and, and a really nice Thanksgiving. And I'm looking forward to Christmas because I'm going to get a tree with Ella, assuming she doesn't have COVID, assuming we don't get COVID, assuming oh, we don't die. Me. I mean, who knows? Listener. You be know, dead by dawn. I mean, we've. Oh, I love that show. We've got a couple more weeks left. Movie. I love that movie. Dead by Dawn. Uh, Evil Dead. No. So I, I'm just thinking Evil Dead where the... the uh, I like Evil the, Dead. The, the, the spirits are, are screaming, Dead by Dawn! Dead by Dawn! Oh, maybe it is that. That's all I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Robert Rodriguez. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, the... the, the yeah, <clears throat> the vampire movie. Uh, or is yeah. it zombies? No, it's a vampire. Anyway, <laughs> we've really <laughs> digressed. But I, I like it. What is it? What's the name of that movie? It's not Dead by Dawn? Uh, Dusk Till Dawn. Dusk Till Dawn. Thank you. Watch it. It's a really, really good movie. I mean, it's like high quality entertainment. <laughs> Super intellectual. You're going to enjoy it. Right, if you're like Ingmar Bergman, you're, you're going to love <laughs> this. This is right up your alley. That's right. Oh, my gosh. All right, so uh, I have nothing more to say. I'm done. Hmm. Unless you have something to say. I, I, I don't really think I do. I mean. I know. We've like run the gamut. Sum, sums up the, the horror <laughs> that which is was the, last the past week couple and weeks. So. Yeah. And now we have a couple more weeks ahead. We don't know what's going to happen. 
But uh, we plan to integrate the chickens, so we'll keep you updated on that. Oh, We've been getting about two eggs a day, though. So yeah, that's, that's except good. for today. Except for today? Nothing. <gasps> really? Yeah, I don't think they were they were happy with the way I adjusted their uh, their cedar do chips. Do you think it had to do with the water situation from yesterday? I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. Well, anyway. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, we, uh, we put a, a, a ceramic egg in the laying box that they don't use and now everyone uses it yeah so we've totally mixed them up and they're like i don't know what to do this is crazy like what the hell is this egg doing oh i'll sit on it i guess <laughs> i guess i'll lay over here now i think it'd be funny if we put one on both sides i was thinking about it and they're just like to, ah like whose are these mind blown right, which one of you <laughs> <laughs> it's laying on the wrong side oh that's funny I mean, to me, maybe not to our listener. And probably not to our chickens either. <laughs> that's true. Maybe They're like, probably tormented by it. Fuck. But that's okay. We'll distract them with, you know, with mealworms. Corn. And corn. Corn Yeah, we're going to give them a tether ball. We got all sorts. Davida brought over a bunch of corn for the chickens. And uh, yeah, we're going to hang up some, some tether ball corn situation and let her go. Let them go. Shira's she kind not, of given up on the glockenspiel. I was going to say, really... she's not getting any better. She's not practicing. I'm, no. I'm a horrible tiger mom. Well, you know, I appreciate that, that you're not pushing her. She needs to go <laughs> at her own pace. I guess. Yeah. I mean. You know, and if she's not, if that's not her instrument, then maybe we'll try some cymbals. Do, do, yeah, cymbals. We'll or do they up. have a chicken guitar? Is that a thing? It's possible. We can look into it. Like I think a chicken it's, drum kit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I just think it's a bad idea to push your chickens to do things that you know they're not comfortable doing. If it's not her passion, then I respect that. Even if she is only six. That's well, kind of old. I mean, it's well, like, for her, she's like sixty. But right? that's not the point. So yeah. Yeah. Apparently, you can't teach an old chicken. New, new tricks. tricks? No. Mm, maybe not. As the saying goes. Well, um, listener, thank you for joining us for another day of married with chickens. Plural. Four of them. Yeah. We're back to many chickens. We're back in the game, baby. I don't know what the game is. Whatever game it is. The Whatever. game of life. The game of chickens and life and life with chickens. And right. married with chickens. Good night. Good night.